Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Hello, everybody. Today, we are going to tackle a pretty easy concept in theory, and that is reframing. So yesterday I was on a mentorship call with a client and she was telling me about her life and how she felt like she had had the hardest and worst year of her life. And she proceeded to tell me about all of the things that happened. And while she went through some pretty hard shit, at the end, all I could see was the good. Now, of course, it's easier to say when you are on the outside looking in and not going through it yourself. But what I told her was this. It looks to me like maybe you had the most challenging year of your life, but all it did was make room for better things. You replaced a toxic job with a job you love etc, 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 as to not go into too many details about someone else's life. And she immediately looked at me and said, wow, thank you for that reframe. And it got me to thinking about how I look at life and how that has changed since my healing journey began. You see, before, when things would get hard, I would often think, about how hard it was, how shitty it was, why is this happening, etc, etc. And now when I am faced with hard things, my first thought is what is this trying to teach me? And better yet, what is this making room for? Where is this pushing me? And if this is happening, it's got to be happening for a reason. It's got to be guiding me gently towards the higher vibrational place that I am searching for. And so, day to day, when you are faced with a challenge, whether that is you open up your fridge and there are no eggs left when you're ready to make breakfast in the morning, or you are going through the hardest, most heartbreaking breakup of your life, Instead of asking why me, or I can't do this, or I'm never going to do any better than this, ask yourself, what is this teaching me? And if I release and allow it to teach me those things, what is it making room for? Where am I being gently guided? Or not so gently guided, depending on the lesson. You see, the pain that I felt in losing my ex carved a hole so deep that when I found the love of my life, there was so much more of me to fill with joy. When something is ripped from you before you're ready, grieve the loss, absolutely, but instead of holding on to that so tight, if you just instead Open your hands and allow the universe to provide you what it's trying to give. Most times, what you lose is replaced with something greater. It just is. 
Think about it. Think into your past. The struggles that you have already gone through turned you into the person that you are right now. They gave you the job, the relationship, the home, the body, whatever it is that you have now. And throughout the rest of your days, really all you're doing is learning more lessons, seeking gratitude, and enjoying as much as you possibly can in the meantime. I know it's easier said than done. I'm currently in the midst of a pretty crazy life lesson myself, me and my husband together. We are fine. (laughs) We are just facing some crazy things. And I was spiraling. I was having a really hard time. More on that later. A whole podcast. We can just talk all about it. But things started changing for me when I asked myself what I was being taught. And when I finally just let go, that is when everything started changing for the better. That is when the coincidences started popping back up. That is when I started being provided for right exactly in the perfect moment. It's hard to be objective in our own healing. It's hard to look at something that you are currently right in the middle of and look at it from above the situation and think, huh, why is this happening to me right now? And feeling like you want to just go hide under your pillow, normal, human. I feel that. I have felt that many times in the last few weeks, and I guarantee I will feel that way again in the coming weeks. However, I can quickly snap myself out of that mentality and think, okay, let's just take this one step at a time, one day at a time, and know that what is meant for us is coming. Things that we can't even fathom yet are coming. I would have never in a million years thought that I could afford to buy a house all by myself. And when it all happened, it seemed too good to be true. And oftentimes, the things that directly follow a hard life lesson are just that. Seemingly too good to be true. When something gets taken from you before you're ready, instead of asking, why, why is this being taken from me? Ask yourself, why is this being taken from me? Me having a human experience, we, me and my husband having a human experience would have chosen to do or say or live in this way for X amount of years longer. Why is this scenario playing out? Why is this being taken from us before we're ready? Why is this happening? What is it teaching us? Where is it pushing us? Somewhere better? Somewhere we didn't even think to go? You could spend your whole life driving in a car, never knowing that a plane existed. And suddenly a life lesson rips the car right out from under your feet, leaves you stranded and thinking, holy shit, why is this being taken from me? Until all of a sudden, a plane appears. 
And that's just what happens in life. When you're losing something that you think is the best of the best, open yourself up to the possibility of an airplane when all you thought was possible was driving. It happens all the time in the smallest of ways and also the biggest of ways. And I know it sounds corny. Just reframe your lesson and it'll be so much easier. It's annoying to hear. I know. But oftentimes the simplest, most cliche things are the most true. When you know, you know. How do I know he's the one? You'll know. You will know without a shadow of a doubt. You will be so, you will have never been sure of anything in your entire life. When you know, you know. Cliche, AF, but true. You grow through what you go through. (laughs) Cliche, true. Growing through it instead of resisting it is what allows you to reach the next level. It allows you to see past the dirt and into the garden. Cliche, but true. And so in the cliche things that just come flying out of my mouth at a rapid rate, causing you to eye roll, take pause just for a minute and think, is there truth in that? Could I reframe what I'm going through today in a way that allows me to grow? In a way that allows me to get back in my car and speeding towards my destination? Or maybe there's a plane. Maybe this road is being blocked off permanently only to gently nudge me towards a freeway to get me there so much faster. I was taking side roads. I thought my view was beautiful. 40 miles an hour, great. That's pretty fast. It's faster than walking. Road shut down. You have to turn left. Why? I didn't want to turn left. I wasn't ready to turn left. I love these side roads. I love my view. Only to find that turning left takes you to the beach. Takes you to Highway 101. You get to drive the coastline all the way to your destination going 80 miles an hour. Your view, better. Your speed, faster. Was it scary when the road was shut down and you didn't know what the next turn was? Yeah, it was scary for a second. But if you take a moment to breathe, relax, let go, and trust, that is where the magic happens. That is where the things happen that people look back at you and go, wow, how did you do that? Or... The classic, you're so lucky. I hate that phrase, by the way. You're so lucky. No. You're so aligned. You're so supported. You're so trusting. You're so strong. You are so hardworking. You're not lucky. I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. I'm aligned, I'm confident in the plan the universe has for me. God has a plan. You hear that a lot. Whether you're Christian or not. I grew up in a Christian home. The universe has a plan, whatever you want to call it. You hear it. Cliche. True. 
the cliches are the most true. So I roll all you want, but give them an extra thought today. Think about it. And whatever it is you're going through, try and give yourself a little reframe. And if you can, think about a cliche that applies to your current lesson and see if you can see your current struggle through the lens of that cliche. Can you do that? Because I guarantee you, once you start thinking, what is this trying to teach me? Your entire outlook on life is going to change. Go from, why is this being taken from me? To, why is this being taken from me? Where are we being nudged? What direction are we being pushed towards and why? Not why. Why? Gentle inflection reframing is life-changing. My mom, my whole life, literally my whole life, always told me, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You can say something to your sister, your brother, and the words themselves alone in text, not mean, but the way you say it can be super nasty. You can turn any sentence into a compliment or quite the opposite of that with inflection. And you can do the same with struggles in your life. You can turn a struggle into a hopeful light at the end of a long tunnel with words, with inflection, with intention and gratitude. Cliche again, I know. And sometimes you're going through something so hard, it's hard to find gratitude. It's hard to see any good in something so hard. I understand that. Life gets real tough real quick. I was talking to my friend the other day about what we're going through, and he said, Brooke, anything that can be solved with money isn't a problem. And isn't that the truth, right? Money can be raised, money can be funded, money can be saved and found. But the truest things in life, the biggest problems are one that money can't solve. Death, loss, etc., etc. That's where he was going with that. And it does put things into perspective, right? Health and well-being and happiness. Having those things over material items or stressors or big bills that are scary and sad. Things happening before you're ready. They're all overcomable. All of them made easier only by the way that you see it, the inflection. So what's your daily inflection? How do you see each day? How do you see each scrubble, scrubble? How do you see each struggle, both big and small? Ask yourself, what is this trying to teach me? How can I surrender to this lesson? How can I let it guide me to where I'm meant to go? Why is this being taken from me? What is coming to replace it? Something greater something bigger, something healthier. 
on my way home from Connecticut last week, I was in the airport and struck by a seemingly meaningless moment. We were running around the airport. It was a long travel day. And travel days are stressful. Nobody likes an airport. And we just had a great time. We'd stop and eat together, chatting, holding hands, being snuggly, watching a movie. It was a normal day. And that's what struck me. It was a normal day. Because just a few short years ago, a day in an airport was a 100% certain way to create drama and heartache and tears, being treated poorly. It was a certainty that travel included sadness. It included being treated as less than. It included being called names. And now, a travel day just means airport food and movies and handholds and smiles. Nothing crazy. Nothing wild and out of this world. But safe and happy. And for that, I am so grateful. Why was that other thing taken from me? Why did I have to let it go in order to replace it with something so much healthier? So today, open up that journal, open her up, and start with why is X being taken from me, being whatever it is, whatever your struggle is. And reframe it from why to why. What is this preparing me for? What is this teaching me? And where is it nudging me? Where is it asking me to go? Where is it asking me to explore? And see how it changes your day. For those of you that haven't jumped on the journal bandwagon yet... I implore you to click the link in the bio of this podcast episode and go browse the journals that I wrote for you. There's two of them. One of them very dedicated to finding a soulmate and healing. And the other, just healing. Just getting to know yourself better. It's for literally anyone else in this planet who is not currently seeking a soulmate. It's the journal I now use every day. Filled with prompts that I have used and continue to reuse over and over again throughout my healing journey because it never ends. And the way that you write about said prompt changes depending on the season that you're in. You can use them over and over and over again. You can write for five minutes. You can write for 30 minutes. But it changed my life. And it also is really what started the way that I was able to reframe problems. Because when you start writing them out, all of a sudden, they don't seem so big. You're able to look at things a little bit more objectively. Reframe things in a way that's a little more level-headed. And 
You get the added benefit of just getting it all out of your system so you can start the day fresh, good, empty, ready to be filled with joy and gratitude and peace instead of fear and anxiety. So give her a try. See what you think. And then let me know how it's going because I love hearing from all of you. I love it. I hope you guys have a great week. I will talk to you next Monday. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment and tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great.